The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Navigating the journey called life doesn't get any easier as we move through it, but we can learn from what we have within us to make it more enjoyable in the long run. Welcome to Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Your host is Alexandra Janelli. In our program, we set out to provide you with the undiscovered wisdom within you to handle even life's bumpy spots. Now, here is the host, founder and practitioner of Theta Spring, Alexandra Janelli. Hello, everybody. This is Alexandra Janelli, your host at the Mental Sherpa Show. Welcome back. Today, we have with us a really special guest, Valerie Ule of Modern Rituals NYC. Uh, and we are going to be talking about some really interesting stuff, and her story is quite unique. Uh, Valerie and I met through the Mission 360 uh, movement and platform <laughs> where you can go on to this platform and find different yoga videos, Pilates videos, uh, hypnotherapy videos. It is a full platform where we spoke with Aaron Sykes about this before, uh, where you can go and get 360 degrees of health and wellness for the mind, body, and spirit. So Valerie and I met through that platform. So Valerie, welcome. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, kind of nervous. Of course, it's always <laughs> nerve-wracking to go sort of in this lot putting yourself out into the universe but it's the true. universe brought us together today to do this it's so. true and you know it's funny because when i met you i met you really briefly at the mission 360 shoot and i was like god she looks like a really fun girl <laughs> and then when we met up at the party i'm like oh she is a fun girl it's perfect <laughs> it's perfect so what we wanted to tell our users a bit about is what you do because okay. i don't know much about it okay. um, in fact i when I hear the word yoga, I never sort of got into yoga. It was one of those things that when I tried doing it, it hurt. Oh, yeah. I realized how non-bendy <laughs> I am. And I decided, I'm like, you know what? Yoga maybe just isn't for me. But the more that I've gotten into the Mission 360 platform yeah. and started watching some of the videos, I've realized there's so many different types of yoga. So many different types of yoga. And, you know, what I teach uh, is called Kundalini Yoga. Mm -hmm. And it's very different from a vinyasa kind of hatha-based, yep. you know, more of a regular flow kind of yoga that you'll find at like a gym somewhere. Something that's so much more popular right now is like a vinyasa style right. flow. I think that's the normal one you might see in right. the Bikrams. Exactly, okay. in the Bikrams. But um, Kundalini Yoga is a little out there. But I feel like now people are really starting to pick up on it. I mean, it was out there in California like a bazillion years ago, and now it's finally made its way to New York, and it's becoming sure. super trendy. But um, if you go to a t typical Kundalini class, um, you'll find a lot of people, and don't be scared by this, you'll find a lot of people dressed in white or light colors. Right. And oftentimes the teacher will have a turban on, or at least, you know, have their head wrapped um, and covered. Yep. Tell us a bit about, you know, it's a very spiritual It is. And, you know, practice too. It's, it's interesting because the way I present it, um, 
you know, I just put it, you know, just to meet people where they're at. Because oftentimes people just go, oh, it's spiritual. Oh, you know. But I just say come for the experience. Right. And if you happen to have a spiritual experience, awesome. You know, and oftentimes I think people don't even recognize that, you know, they're in that space where they're more than just their bodies. That's incredible. And they connect outwards. And I always tell people when I'm working with them in life coaching, it's really about the zoom out. It's like there's more than just our bodies and ourselves, but sometimes you have to center through the body first. Of course. But then you have this whole outward experience. So I I love hearing that, that, because I know when I think of yoga and yogis, it became a little cultish for a while. Sure. And Kundalini can be the most culty place ever. I mean, the first time I ever went to Kundalini, a friend of mine, I was coming from an Ashtanga yoga. Like, so Ashtanga yoga is very disciplined and people are super flexy bendy doing these crazy things. So those and, are the poses you see where people are like doing headstands. Oh yeah, like but not even nests. beyond that. It's like they're flipped over and then they stand up and you're like, wow, how did they do that? It's like martial you know? arts. Exactly. <laughs> Ninja um, yoga. So I was really into that. And I guess this was around 2008 and um, a friend of mine said oh let's go check out kundalini yoga and I'm like all right just another yoga sure I came dressed all in black right totally wrong color you know totally wrong color everything sleek and fitted and all right I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do yoga yep and I got there and it was already different as soon as I walked in I'm like okay why does that teacher have a turban on This is weird. All right, so we're in the back of the room. Next thing you know, you know, the teacher never even prefaces. She doesn't ask, you know, I guess because the class was so popular and it was so Mm -hmm. crowded. She didn't get a chance to ask if anyone was new. She didn't preface anything. We just dove right in. Next thing you know, we're squatting and we're chanting. And I'm like, this isn't what I signed up for. This is not... For me, it wasn't yoga, right? right it right. was just it what was, was weird. your mentality at that point of yoga? My mentality was like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna work my body, but also get into this place where at the end in Shavasana, then I feel this like connection where I'm more than just my body. So it's like a workout. Right, but then at the, the end, end, right? And that's what I needed. I needed to go through the physical body first, because I wasn't there at that place yet. Okay. You know, where I can go up and out. And we'll talk about that in a minute, sort of where you were. Yeah. And so... You're in the back of the room. I'm in the back of the room. We're squatting. We're chanting. I'm like, this is weird. I don't want to do this. I was angry for the full hour and a half of class. Like, actually angry. You're having a reaction. Yeah. Which is always a sign that something's going on, right? Absolutely. I was angry for the full hour and a half. At the end of it, my friend was like, what'd you think? I was like, I hated it. Hated it. I hated it. I hated it. And Interesting. Else, it was just so weird. I had such a visceral reaction. Like you know, the other girl was like, "Yeah, I guess it was okay. It wasn't really for me." All right. So that was 2008, and I never went back to another Kundalini class for a while. But and this was at Golden Bridge, where I now, of course, teach. Right. But, okay. So that's where you can find her if you do want to come <laughs> check it out. You can find her on the Mission 360 platform, right. but also at Golden's Bridge. Golden Bridge. Golden Bridge. Yeah. And so. I kept getting, so I decided I was never going to try Kundalini again because that was too weird. That was done. That was done and they're a cult and ew. No, I'm never (laughs) going there. There's the cult yoga we found. Right? And so what happened was once you sign up for a class, they send you a newsletter every week. Gotta love the marketing. And every week, this 
email would come into my inbox and it would be from Golden Bridge and I would look at it and go, oh, that cult, ew, delete, 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 delete. Every week, delete. Never unsubscribing, but every week deleting and making some like That one judgy, extra step of unsubscribing. Judgy comment, right? Oh, those weirdos, they're so weird. Ah. <laughs> so I guess for about two years I did this. And then in 2010, I saw something that caught my eye and I was like, oh, there's a workshop. Hmm. You're, All right. You're a glutton for the workshop. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> Maybe I'll check it out. And I went and I was at least a little more prepared, you know, knowing that it was different. But of course, my mindset had changed. Sure. It been two years later and I was much more open to it, but not fully open to it. But I went to that workshop and I knew something had happened, but I couldn't figure out what. But I knew that I felt different. And it was weird. And I was like, it's all right. This deep intuitive, like, knowing versus the logic Ex- of why exactly. it makes sense. And I was like, whatever this is, I, I think I need more of it. And it was time. And so then I signed up for, I didn't sign up for teacher training. I jumped into a yoga therapy training. Had you done training in any other? No. Just a, you were just a patron um, of the yoga services. Yeah, but I had never even gone to like a regular kundalini class and I okay. had signed up for a yoga therapy training which was a mix of kundalini and like Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. So wow. it was a really great way to jump in. Sure. Um, and then I guess a few years later that's when I was like, okay, I'm signing up for teacher training. And so the moral of the story is now I teach at Golden Bridge Yoga and the Amazing. place where I started hating on everyone and hating the yoga, I teach. So be careful what you hate on. <laughs> Looking back on it, right, the visceral reaction that you had, mm-hmm. what do you think that was about, given where you're at now? Um, I think it triggered something that I was very resistant to um, because I basically I'm on a whole nother path now and so I think that visceral reaction was that sense that okay if I embrace this now my whole life is going to change so you weren't ready to embrace I wasn't ready. that yet. So of course I hated on it instead. You know that was easier. Sure. And given where you are now, how do you feel about sort of looking if you took a moment to step back yeah. and sort of look at all of where you've come from and where you've gone, how does that feel for you? Well, it feels amazing and it's just I know that this, I mean, Kundalini Yoga has really brought all the things. So I've done many certifications. I've I've done, you know, so I'm a Reiki master teacher as well and I also do hypnosis, I do past life regression, I do NLP, I do like all of there's a bazillion certifications that I've done and it just never felt like it was time to really teach anything until kundalini yoga came along and then it brought it all together and then it brought somehow my product came up right from the universe and it was like it all just makes sense doesn't it yeah tell me a bit about the spirituality or like the mentality call it i'm not sure what to call it of kundalini i can never say that right kundalini (laughs) kundalini um so basically you know, all yoga ultimately has the same goal, right? It's to really connect you, you know, to something bigger than yourselves and to recognize that we're all connected yeah. and our souls are infinite. Um, what I find with Kundalini Yoga is that, you know, I kind of call it yoga for like, you know, people who are into the woo woo stuff or even if they're not, 
you're going to get there because we talk about subtle bodies and we talk about like, you know, our electromagnetic fields and how certain meditations um, have certain outcomes. Right. So we'll do meditations for, I don't know, just the other day I taught a meditation, how to solve communication problems. Okay. It's yogic science. It really is. And it involves mudras and chanting. What's a mudra? A mudra is an energetic seal. So if you see like, you know, paintings of like Buddha or like, you know, Kuan Yin and they're they're they they have these hand gestures, right? So mm-hmm. they bring the thumb, the thumb to the index, the index finger. So that's like Gyan Mudra and that's the seal of knowledge. Okay. So you're matching your 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 ego with Jupiter and that's the planet of knowledge and hmm. so that runs the energetic um, system, you know, in your body. In your body. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. I, I don't even know if I answered your actual question. I no, think we'll I go went back. I totally tangent. cut you off on that tangent. But it was going back to the idea of what, you know, the spiritual base for Kundalini, Kundalini is. is. Well, I mean, there's no religious aspect at all to Kundalini Yoga. And if you go to class and the teacher says God, it's not really God. You know, God in Kundalini Yoga is the generating, organizing, destroying force. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, you know, to answer your question, ultimately it's just to, for us to recognize that our souls are infinite and that this is simply a human experience and that we are here to just fully live our lives um, and walk our path. And I feel like for me, that's what Kundalini has brought to me that I feel like this is my path to share these teachings um, in the different ways that I share them. That's incredible. So if someone asked you on the street or you met you at a networking event and they said, Valerie, what do you do? How would, what, how do you say this is me (laughs) in a nutshell? I say I teach Kundalini yoga. Um, I also do energy work and energy healing. Okay. And I also make, um, candles but they're not really just candles they're really a vehicle to share more light and share more teachings so just the other day actually not the other day this morning because that's how it feels yeah but <laughs> this morning i was uh dropping off some products some candles and i make these intention candles and um, they have crystals in them and i make them with reiki and i chant mantras and i make them on sacred geometry so i bring in all the energetic stuff I've ever learned and I put together in this one product. So um, this woman came up to me and she's like, oh my God, do you make these? And I was like, yes. And she said, my boyfriend absolutely loves your candles. I said, that's amazing. She goes, he never would meditate ever. And because of your candles, he's open now to meditation because my candles come with a guided meditation download. And this is really... They're beautiful. And just to describe them to the listeners, they come in this beautiful brown glass jar with a beautiful label. Um, And when you open them, they've got a gold cap. When you open them, I'm sure they're all a little different, but it's a beautiful smelling candle. With There are, in fact, crystals sticking out of them. Well, the crystals there are to amplify the energy of your intention, right? So whether or not you believe in crystals, and you don't have to, but the truth of the matter is quartz crystals are in our computers, they're in our watches, they're, they're, everywhere. In, they're everywhere, they're in all our electronics because they amplify energy. 
And so I put the crystals there to amplify the energy. So a very clear intention with it. Very intentional. And what you want people to use them for. Yeah. Um, And on the cover of the lid is actually the download. Yeah, um, it's a code, code. which is very cool. So if you wanted to go check out Valerie's uh, candles, you can actually find them uh, right as we go on break at the modern ritual nyc.com again that's modern ritual nyc.com and when we come back from the break we're actually going to talk with valerie a bit about her journey to getting to where she is because valerie wasn't always in this uh yoga space valerie comes from a very different background and i always like to highlight um on my show the different journeys that people go through for those who think that they get stuck in like i have to do this forever i have to be in corporate forever Mm -hmm. um so when we come back if you're okay with that we're going to talk about that absolutely wonderful so when we come back from the break we're going to continue this conversation have an awesome break guys Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Visit the Theta Spring Hypnosis Store to find out more about our home hypnosis programs and detox systems. Our hypnosis programs bring the power of our therapy to the comfort of your own home or on your mobile device. Our detox system has been formulated as the first ever mind and body detox. The Burn and Build Body 14-Day Anti-Aging Detox Kit is a food-based detox that has an optional subconscious support program. Stay committed and create sustainable change while cleansing your body. Visit thetaspring.com forward slash store. We have a special 15% discount for our listeners. Use promo code VA15 at checkout. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aginelli at thetaspring.com. Now, back to The Mental Sherpa Show. Welcome back, everybody, to The Mental Sherpa Show with your host, Alexandra Ginelli. Today, we're speaking with Valerie Ula about her transition into this amazing field of kundalini yoga and the amazing intentions that she set within the universe to help people, you know, become part of this bigger picture of life. But Valerie, you weren't always in this whole space. You come from a really different background before you got here. Tell me a little bit, what were you doing before this all happened, this huge transition? So before this huge transition, I was a casting director. I was a casting director for over, I don't know, well, in the business total, probably 15 plus years or so, you know. Um, And my specialty was hair color boxes. Really? So, yeah, I don't know how that happened. It was just that was the time for it to happen. And I turned out to be the person who was casting a lot of hair color boxes. So if you go to Dwayne Reed and, you know, 
or whatever pharmacy is we in your area. We can thank you for those beautiful women on the boxes where I go, yeah, I need that Exactly, color. where you go, oh, one shade 110, honey golden brown, blah, blah, blah. You, know, so you found that girl. Yeah, I found that girl. How interesting. So I was doing that for a long time, and it was one of those things where I was really um, into it. You know, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And it was one of those things that was actually fairly easy for me, right? Clients would just find me. I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything. It was just one of those things. It was word of mouth. It was, it was my time to be doing that work. The universe said yes. Absolutely. And um, so I was in this space doing castings. You know, it's it's a rough world. I'm sure. You know, this whole beauty business. It's ugly. I'm sure. You know, it's, I it's, see really, it all the time. it's really, really hard. And, um, you know, but it was, it paid well and I was really appreciative. But after a while, I just didn't really, it wasn't vibing with me because as I started to shift, you know, of course. The work that I used to do was no longer feeling, I don't know. It's funny when that happens. You know, I think the common theme that I've heard amongst most of my guests who have transitioned into a different place in their life, there's this undeniable feeling that comes up of like, this isn't working for me anymore. Right. It's like an unsettling feeling where it's like, why? And as humans, we want to fix, we can fix everything. We want to control everything. Right. Where it's like, why can't I be more comfortable here? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh oh, Mm -hmm. it hits you. It's like, cause this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. But I guess you have to, in some ways, buy into that bigger picture first. Well, yeah. And I think for me, it started with um, Reiki. So I started, you know, probably back in 2007, I started like my Reiki training and... Did you do Reiki first to get into it or it was just sort of on a whim? No, the, the universe told me. Okay. All the things I do, I recognize now it was the universe told me. Right. Right. And so now I recognize it from where I am now that I'm really tapped into my intuition. But also yeah. sometimes the universe does tell me things. Fair enough. And when the universe shares things with me, it's very, very like simple and it's very straightforward and I have to go, oh, okay. For a listener who might not understand <laughs> where we come at it from yes. with this whole intuitive and the yeah. universe thing, do you have an example of like how those things show up, right? Sure. Someone might be like, okay, so she's crazy and she talks sure. to dead people. Exactly. No. <laughs> um, I'm the first person to say that this stuff can be out there, you know? But mm-hmm. I think, I mean, for me, when I say the universe told me, I literally received, like, I don't receive messages all the time. I'm not, like, psychic lady from Long Island, whatever. The I don't, medium. The medium, you know? I just, every now and then, I hear something very, very clear. Um, and so, for me, the first time I ever heard a very clear message was um, New Year's Eve of, I think it was 2000. Must have been two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever it was, my boyfriend said to me, "We had no plans for New Year's Eve," and he was like, "There's a Japanese Zen Buddhist temple down the block on East Sixty Seventh Street because I lived a block away." And he said, "We don't have any plans for New Year's Eve. Why don't we do like a five-hour seated meditation for New Year's Eve?" Were you into meditation? At the no, point? we had never done meditation. And for whatever reason, I looked at him and I said, okay. Five hours? Five hours. And so we get there and I, 
but when we, when we get there, I start getting nervous. I'm like, how am I going to do this? How can I sit for five hours? I've never sat for half an hour. I never meditated. I never meditated my entire life. This was life. in New York where no one sits. When, we don't even have time to sit for oh, 20 minutes. It was ridiculous. Except on the subway. Ridiculous. If you can get a seat. I know. <laughs> okay, so you're in this five-hour sitting meditation on New Year's Eve, about to bring in the new year. Yeah. And um, so during this really amazing um meditation so it's not you you don't sit straight for five hours i think it was maybe half an hour of sitting and then you got up and you did a walking meditation for maybe like 15 minutes and then you sat down again for half an hour okay whatever it was it was a lot i had never meditated before wasn't my thing but that's incredible signed up for the program and as i was sitting there staring at the wall because that's what you do in this form of meditation. Like your eyes almost closed, kind of staring at the wall. We right? call it an eye fascination. And oh. it was just like I started seeing some colors. Okay. And then I heard this. Go learn Reiki. And I was like, oh, shit. It's okay. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Okay. And so, just happens. At the end of that whole um, evening, I went home and I Googled, like, I don't even know if, if there was Google then yet, but I, I looked up like Reiki classes in New York and there was something starting in January and I signed up and I did Reiki one and two and I loved it and I couldn't stop talking about it. And I sh- talked about it and I shared it and I was so into it, so into it, so into it until I wasn't. It happens, though, right? But it's only a piece of the puzzle. Right. So I needed, I guess I needed more time because I was so into it for a couple months and then I started taking it apart. And you were still doing casting at the time. I was still doing casting and I was actually doing production at the time, too. And Did it change how you showed up in your job? Yes, for sure. Um, It, I was definitely more grounded, more centered, um, because if you're, if, you know, anyone's not familiar with Reiki. Reiki is an energy, a Japanese energy balancing technique. And um, when you go to see a Reiki practitioner, all they're doing is they're being a clear channel for this universal energy to draw through you um, to mm-hmm. give, you know, the client what they need. So there's no energy exchange. There's nothing weird. Like, I'm not putting my energy on you. I'm not taking your energy. Got it's it. just, you know, everyone's doing their own healing. The Reiki practitioner is the clear channel to help facilitate that. Got it. Simply what that is. Okay. Um, so from there, that was the first step. That was yeah. the first sort of sign you got yes. that you can sort of, as an example, to yes. explain. And that was like the first piece. And then you were done. So Reiki was my gateway drug to spirituality. That's fair enough, right? That it really opened up so much more for me. Okay. Um, Even though I took a break from the Reiki, I was still interested in all kinds of other things. I'm like, ooh, what's what's this? What's polarity training? What's this? What's that? You know. So there was was a curiosity that peaked within you that sort of led you down, and I love that because it's so nice to go back to sort of the child mind that has a curiosity about the universe and the world and the world around you because it really does open up a space to learn which I love and so I love hearing these stories of people who are like I just got curious 
And when I open that door, I'm either going to like it or not. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But it opened the door for you. It opened the door for me. And I guess there's a pattern with me. I, I need to try it on for a little bit. And then I need time to process. And then when I'm ready, I come back to it. Right. And so a few years later, I finally finished my Reiki master training and my teacher training and all that stuff. So it was and just a piece in the bigger puzzle yeah, of where just, you are now. It took me time to come around to it because, of course, sure. your logical mind takes everything apart. Yep. Oh, that stuff you think you see? Yeah, you made it all up. All those colors that are, you know, activated, your third eye. Yeah, that's all bullshit. That's, you, you just right. made that up. You know, you're just susceptible to, you know, whatever, whatever people is. are saying. But, um... Well, it's what you want to buy into or believe. And exactly. that's why belief systems are so important to yeah. understand yours and find people who support it. Sure. Um, to each their own. Yeah. So what came next? What came next? Um, I had a production from hell in Arizona for a big watch company. Um, and I didn't want to take the job. And I took the job anyway. And it was the worst. Everything that could. Well, it's go all wrong. about time, right? Yeah. Every <laughs> it was the right time on the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Okay. And um, thankfully, we were out in Arizona, so I had booked a trip to Sedona right after because Very I nice. knew I needed something. And it was, um, you know, I got through this big shoot, and it was miserable, but I got through it. Um, and then we went to Sedona, and in Sedona. I had an experience where I was sitting, you know, we were doing some hiking trails and mm -hmm. looking for vortexes, right? And looking for a vortex, looking, you know, vortexes, if you're not familiar with vortexes. I'm definitely not. I'm they're, like, they're places on the earth where the energy is just really concentrated, hmm. right? And so I was like, I want to go feel this vortex thing. And we were on Bell Rock, this area in Sedona, and... I'm just looking, looking, looking so hard, and I just, I can't figure it out. I can't freaking feel anything. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't know where this vortex is. And I sit down, and I just decide to meditate, and I check in, and I receive, you know, all these images. And then I heard my other message that said, it's time to open a Reiki space. Mm. So when I got home, I started doing Reiki as a side business, whereas I hadn't done it before. Right. So I started seeing clients on the side, still doing casting. Sure. You know. So there was a parallel path for, it wasn't all in, no, or no, it, was it was a very parallel path for a little bit. Easing into it, you know, I mean, we live in this world, especially in New York City, you can't just drop everything and go, okay, now I'm going to be a Reiki practitioner. <laughs> ta, -da, you know? ta da The universe will give me everything yeah, I need. which technically, it will. Know, it will. But... You have to be a little bit financially yeah. intelligent, too, on that level, which is good to know. So that's in incredible. And, you know, when I met Valerie at the Mission 360 party, um, it was really interesting because we were talking about our hair, as girls oh, yeah. do, because we both have incredible hair. But you mentioned you haven't cut your hair. I haven't cut my hair in since... Yeah, 2013. And it looks so. really healthy. I can say, because everybody... I wear it up all the time. But So I started my Kundalini teacher training in 2013. Mm -hmm. And by then I was probably already long overdue for a haircut. But at some point during the teacher training, you know, one of the teachers said, your hair is your energy, your hair is your intuition, 
you know, you really should think about it before you cut it. And I was like, oh, hmm. All right, not cutting my hair. Let's see how that goes. Well, now it's like, it's been three years. <laughs> three years, and it's beautiful, it's long. I think I am due for a little bit of a trim Tell now. my listeners a bit why you haven't cut it. So, uh, you know, it's just another aspect of yoga, you know, um, that your hair is your energy, that your hair is your intuition. And I just recently spoke to one of my teachers the other day his name is Guru Dharm. He's the most beautiful, compassionate, graceful teacher. Um, and I said to him, I said, do you think it's okay if I cut my hair? Because right. I really need a trim at this point. And he's like, of course you can. And I was like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> in the books, in the teaching, you know, it says that, you know, it takes three years for your ends to develop the subtle antenna. And he's like, he kind of like waved his hand at me and kind of poo-pooed me. And he's like, your intuition is so highly developed at this point. It's right. okay to cut your it's hair. like, the split ends aren't helping my yeah. channel energy. Go ahead. Cut them off. Cut your hair. hair. That's incredible. You know? It is. And it was funny because I feel so much, like I haven't cut my hair like short. I used to just hack it off. But it feels so good long. It, you're, it, there is something to it. I don't understand. But for me, at least, it is the truth. Yeah. I so mean, what other forms within the, you know, the yoga sort of spiritual app have you taken on into your lifestyle? Um, well, you know, Kundalini yoga is a, you know, you take as much of it or as little of it as you need, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's it's really, they call it the yoga for householders. So it's not like... Oh, I like that. You know, it's not like you're meant to take the practice and go, you know, shut yourself off in a cave and... I mean, you could if you wanted to, and but Kundalini Yoga recognizes that you know you're you're married, you have a family, you, or you have a life. Like. You have a life, but you know there is a um, early morning sadhana, which is your daily practice, mm-hmm. which technically you should start before the sun rises. Okay, so around Beautiful. four a.m. Um, and but it's I feel very like quiet at four and that's what it is. There's it's lots. So incredible. There are many traditions that you know start at four a.m. for you know chanting or vespers or whatever it is. Um, and in Kundalini Yoga, that's the time when um, they call it the Amrit Vela, which is the ambrosial hour. So all the prayers and all the wishes and your intentions that you set at that time really um, have a more direct way of connecting out there and manifesting. That's incredible. So part of the reason why to get up and do an early morning sadhana. But it's also a good time to clean out your subconscious crap. We love that. Yeah. I call that the early morning (laughs) dreaming period. So if you're not up at 4 a.m. doing um, some yoga or some meditation, anything like that, you can always remember we call the early morning dreaming period hypnosis, your venting dreaming period. So your dreams are taking care of the crap of your day (laughs) so you can wake up feeling nice and relaxed. When we get back, we're going to continue talking with Valerie and uh, maybe even hear some tips and tools. So we'll be right back. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Visit the Theta Spring Hypnosis Store to find out more about our home hypnosis programs and detox systems. Our hypnosis programs bring the power of our therapy to the comfort of your own home or on your mobile device. Our detox system has been formulated as the first ever mind and body detox. The Burn and Build Body 14-Day Anti-Aging Detox Kit is a food-based detox that has an optional subconscious support program. Stay committed and create sustainable change while cleansing your body. Visit thetaspring.com forward slash store. We have a special 15% discount for our listeners. Use promo code VA15 at checkout. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aginelli at thetaspring.com. Now, back to The Metal Sherpa Show. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Valerie Ula, who is going to actually maybe even walk us through in just a bit a guided meditation or some some kind of tips and tools that you can take away from you know what her practice is and that you can begin to utilize in your day because I think it's important to always sort of have a resource because if you only have is a hammer what is the saying everything's going to look like a nail and you're only going to know how to approach things with a hammer which can be very destructive so Valerie you know had just mentioned over the break just to close the full loop of her picture she had quit about a year ago of doing casting so this is now your full-time gig this is my full-time gig yeah and it was one of those things where you know as I started finishing up my teacher training you know one of my biggest clients said oh well we're gonna shoot less in New York and we're moving to London and and we won't be needing you as much anymore and I was like oh all right and there was the last sign from the universe right that and there it was close the circle yeah Incredible. So how would you feel about doing sort of something live for my listeners? Yeah, perfect. And would this be okay? Like, let's assume for that they might be driving. Should they turn off? Um, well, yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't do it because we're, I think the best thing to start with would be a breathing meditation. Okay. Um, so for any of my listeners, we're going to ask you if you are driving or doing anything that's causing you to operate machinery, uh, if you could turn off and... <laughs> Download this from the iTunes store <laughs> later. It will be available there. So, Valerie, I am your patient or your client. I am your, <laughs> I am your muse. <laughs> All right, excellent. Mike so, to you. Um, what we're going to do today is we're going to start off with some pranayama. And pranayama is just, it's breath work. It's yogic breath work. And it's just an opportunity to connect with your breath. And how much time do we have for We this? have a good 14 minutes, so go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I won't need, I was. Whatever you want to do. Okay. We'll have time. So we'll just do maybe a quick three minute. Perfect. Because I feel like people get too like, oh, Three minutes is great. So, you know, one of the things we like to talk about is that, you know, in yoga, when you control your breath, you can control your mind, right? And so oftentimes we get anxious or we let that anxiety build because we are not fully breathing you know we're not utilizing our full physiological 
physiological. Right. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. We're going to go with that. Okay. <laughs> We're full resources. You know, so one of the things that I teach is belly breathing. Um, but today we're, yeah, maybe we'll start with some Let's belly breathing. Let's start with that. So you're going to um, sit, if you're sitting in a chair, I want you to sit um, where you're sitting maybe more on the edge of the chair. So your feet are firmly planted on the ground and your spine is nice and straight. So you're not leaning back and lounging in the chair. You want your spine to be nice and straight. And you're gonna listen to all the sirens that are going on in New York City. (laughs) Exactly, and you're just going to let that, you know, take you into an even calmer place inside. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and close your eyes. And let's just start by taking a deep breath in here. And exhale. And now on the next inhale, feeling the chest lift up, rise up, and expand. And then on the exhale, see if you can draw the navel in towards the spine, sitting up even taller. So just go ahead and take a few deep breaths in and out. And so as you continue just Taking a few deep breaths in and out, going at your own pace, going to start to introduce you to long deep breathing. So long deep breathing is a very basic breath in Kundalini Yoga. Long deep breathing is breathing into the belly. It's that full belly breath. And when we can access that full belly breath, we can really access all the resources. So oftentimes when we are anxious, or nervous, it's because we're breathing this very shallow paradoxical breath that's just from the chest and we're not utilizing our full resources. So let's begin now. So eyes are closed. And on the inhale, see if you can send the breath down into the belly and feeling the belly rise up and fill up and then the ribs and then the chest lifts up last. And then on the exhale, you let the chest go down, the ribs come together, and then the navel all the way into the spine. So again, on the inhale, filling the belly up with air, then the ribs, and then the chest lifts up last, and on the exhale, chest down, ribs together, navel all the way back towards the spine. So go ahead and continue this at your own pace. I know it may seem a little strange at first because we're so not used to breathing this manner. And if it helps you, you can maybe visualize on the inhale, the belly inflating like a balloon and then feeling the air move up into the ribs and then the air moves up into the chest last and then on the exhale chest down ribs come together navel pulls all the way in towards the spine so when we access this deep belly breathing we're also beginning to stimulate the vagus nerve And the vagus nerve is one of those really, I don't know, important nerve systems that come right from the brainstem. 
and the vagus nerve reaches all over the body, especially into the organs. And so when we stimulate the vagus nerve, we really activate that calming mechanism and we can calm our whole system down. And so by simply focusing in on our breath, we can begin to connect inside ourselves. And so I don't want you to worry about doing the breathing the right way at this point. Just simply bring the focus to the breath and maybe in the back of your mind, just allowing the belly to rise up and then the ribs and then the chest lifts up last. And then on the exhale, reversing the direction, feeling the air go downwards and squeezing all the air out at the end. So simply by focusing in on your breath, you can begin to cultivate sacred space inside yourself, knowing that there's always that place of calm and that place of peace within. So whatever is going on on the outside, you can simply tune in to your breath on the inside. And so now inhale deeply. Hold, suspend the breath. And exhale completely. And go ahead and open your eyes. How is that? <laughs> Amazing. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> but I'm going to take the judgment out and say it's something I'm going to work on. You know what? And that's what it is. That's why, you know, I say... So different. Just by bringing your focus to your breath is huge. Yeah. Right? Just by beginning to be aware of your breath. Well, it's funny to think about your breath, you know, and we do it in hypnosis too, going into your stomach. It's like breathing into my stomach. Yeah. And it's so, it's so, it feels so unnatural, but that's very, but then you feel like this, you're almost like, I always do it with my anxious clients too. I'm like, fill up, like fill up. And typically in hypnosis, you don't actually have an anxious person think about their breath. Right. Because they'll get anxious. They're not, because when you go into the hypnotic state, your breathing becomes so light that they can panic them too. But it's such a nice tool to have to be like, breathe in, like breathe into your stomach, expand that space that can, when you get anxious, feel so tight. Yeah. Like break it. Yeah. Break it open, expand outward, get there. Yep. Which is great. No, I love that. If people want to do, do you have other meditations on your website? That I they will. can download. Okay. Fair <laughs> I will. Um, uh, coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> um, your all your work is always on. If you want to do some Kundalini, Kundalini. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the joke of the day. Um, they can always find that on the Mission yes. Three Sixty. There's. Um, I I teach Kundalini on Mission Three Sixty. Um, and also you can, if you're in New York City and you wanted to come to class mm-hmm. and check out a live class, go 
come to Golden Bridge. I, I teach twice a week. Um, and also I'm available through my website, modernritual.com. Ooh, modernritualnyc.com. How'd I forget that? See? Um, Easy. <laughs> and I have all my services, you know, Reiki, energy work. Uh, I also work with flower essences and all kinds of fun energy stuff. Amazing. And mm-hmm. do you have some workshops coming up? I do. Um, actually, we're, we're, we've already started. I, I run these group healing sessions. They're called Luminous Shift. And it's an integrative blend of kundalini yoga, flower essences, tapping, floral acupuncture, you know, all kinds of energy stuff. And that's here in New York City? That's here in New York City. And um, they run five weeks. And I think there should be one starting in June. But if not, definitely in September. Very, very exciting. And what else can people find on your website? We have the beautiful candles that are just incredible. So there are the candles. Um, These are the intention candles. That's the original product. Yep. Um, And then I also have... um, um, an intention spray and it's kind of an aura clearing space clearing spray so when you use that in terms of intention or is it you know I think of intention I'm like what am I doing right now mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. do I get myself focused mm-hmm. to do you know I'm about to go off the show and go do a hypnosis session right what do you mean by intention is that right sure okay. um so if you of course, if I remember to bring the spray for you today, it's called Elevate, okay. and it's really to shift the energy of a space or yourself. Sure. Um, and so what you would do is you would maybe set your intention to let go of, you know, whatever on your to-do list, you know, and yep. just really be present. Okay. And if that's your intention, you know, you set that and you just spritz in your aura, okay. which is about a foot over your head. Okay. <laughs> so you sort of dance in this like, yeah, and, this misty. And Elevate is a blend of bergamot, lavender, and palo santo. And it's also got flower essences and crystal essences. And if you're not familiar with either of those, um, it is the energetic imprint of the flower or the crystal captured in water. I know it's a little Beautiful. out there it's for totally you guys. totally out there, but I love it. But you know what? When you start using, there's a shift that happens, you know, it's with anything, you know, it's like Kundalini Yoga. When you come in, people think it's weird, but there's always a shift that happens. There's always a shift. And I always tell my listeners, and if you're a new listener, welcome, you know, life on the Mental Sherpa mission is that when you begin to have a relationship with yourself in this new way, you're going to experience the world around you. We're Mm -hmm. not saying that anything Valerie is teaching or I'm teaching is finitely true or right or correct. Uh, truly everything we're just here to offer another vantage point it's like a different shirt to try on see if you like it yeah Um, you never know you could come away going I hate that as Valerie did in her first class Um, or you might go you know what like I love this or yeah. this really does do something like yeah. and I'm not sure what it is and I don't have to be logical about it but it's something I want to like try on a little more of yeah and I think that's what's important to remember that we have to get out of our heads you know yeah you know and the you, logical mind only accounts for about 10 percent you gotta you gotta tap in you know and I know that um yeah you got to feel it. Yeah, and there's a lot of different ways to feel it. And so this is just one that we wanted to bring to light yeah. for everyone is different modalities, whether it's sure. a candle, whether it's yoga, whether it's Reiki. Um, you know, these things are out there. They're becoming more prevalent and they're not becoming more prevalent for 
no reason. Right. They're becoming exactly. more prevalent because more and more people are believing they sh- it's showing it works. And I think people are also looking for something. You know, yeah. they're looking for something and people are more open to it now. So as we wrap up here, what if you could leave my listeners with a message, a tip, a tool, a nugget of information, what would you like to leave them with? Um, well, I guess I would say that when we think about it, everything's made of energy. Every single thing, everything down to its smallest molecule is actually vibrating mm-hmm. right even though it looks solid but that's because it's all energy and when we do certain practices like i don't know weird chanting things it's to shift the frequency or when you actually you know use like flower essences or vibrational essences that's to shift the energy or when you tune into your breath that's to simply shift the energy when you bring in your focus inside that's also to shift the energy so you know, come into this with an open mind and just, you know, tune into the energy around you, you know? Awareness. Yeah. And energy and options. Yes. And create options for yourself. Valerie, this has been such a pleasure. And I can tell you the energy in my office feels different (laughs) just having you here. Um, It's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Again, if you want to find Valerie or any of her work, you can find it on Mm modernritualnyc.com. And of course, you can find some of her work uh, if you want to do some of her yoga stuff um, on Mission 360. To my listeners, I'll see you guys next week. Have a beautiful day. Thank you again for tuning into Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli hopes you'll join her for another edition next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a nice week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.